You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real pain. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to stream. You can also visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more info about PCLB and visit our event tab to see what's going on this month. Lastly, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at PCLasVegas. Thank you again and enjoy the message. We are really truly saddened. What, over, what took place uh, this past Sunday night, amen, uh, uh, an act of evil took, took lives, left hundreds of others wounded, families shaken, and questions unanswered still, amen. And so, you know, th- this kind of uh, things brings sadness, and, and with sadness, it can bring discouragement, amen. You know, it, it, it's, it's just where we're at today, amen, and on Sunday, I, I want to Really minister a message from my heart. I'm going to put parental, parental guidance aside for our, our series that it is. And I really want to minister what's going on here today and give you some hope on Sunday and share some things and share my heart with you guys. So uh, Sunday, we, we want to continue to, to remember our city as, a, as we start to take place, what took place there. But at the same time, how, how, how the, this city has responded and how God is in the mix of everything. And so I'll show you that. On Sunday, man, as we come back, but you know, come on, anyone here ever needed encouragement? You know, our sister needed that tonight. Some of us here are tonight. Maybe we're still puzzled from what has taken place, amen. And our our city of Las Vegas needs hope. Come on, it needs some faith. It need, needs love. It it needs encouragement. Can somebody say amen? Come on. And I thank God that His Spirit is being displayed in the lives of people in the time where people need encouragement. And what we're aiming here in our church and what we're aiming for our city is unity. Come on. We, we stand together strong. And we have to stand together. I mean, we're looking for unity. We're looking for harmony. We're looking for some breakthroughs. We're looking for healing, amen, hope, transformation, amen. Uh, uh, we're looking for repentance that brings on salvation. And there are stories, amen, that I will share with you on Sunday, amen, that God is in the midst of doing all this that I'm speaking. He's bringing hope. He's bringing transformation. He's bringing people to repentance as leading them to salvation, church. We have been entrusted with a great deposit. Come on. God has given us something that we can offer. Can somebody say amen? Come on. You know, though the world may be hurting, we have an answer for them. We have something that will give them some kind of hope, that give them a, that will help them lift up their sorrow or be with them, that will comfort them during this time. And what we're aiming, amen, as a people, that you and I, as a church of Jesus Christ, that we must stay focused no matter what. We must be focused. Come on, when things get out of control, we stay focused. When things get out, get, get, go nuts, amen, God's still in control. And so we got to understand we as a people must stay that way and offer this to this world that needs some encouragement. 
But this can never be attained by separation. Come on. Or isolation, but by the way of fellowship. See, when you can isolate yourself or close yourself out, your mind will play tricks on you. Your, your, your mind can bring on discouragement. The enemy can come in and, and, and you'll start to think some crazy things, amen. But when we come together, come on, somebody say together. Come on, it brings a clear thinking, amen. It brings a sane thinking. And what we need together, people need not to be alone, but they need to be comforted. And we need to be there for one another. And it comes, by the way, of fellowship, amen. It's coming together. It's talking through it, amen. It's getting a hold of somebody, amen, instead of trying to work it out on your own. And sometimes I'm talking about life in general right now, church, as well. That you know what, if you're going through something, you need to speak to somebody. Come on, if you're going through a hard time, don't try to figure it out yourself. Don't try to say, you know what, it's just me and God. We can figure this out. I know that God is always there for but you need some, bo- you need some body around you. You need somebody that can talk to you. You need somebody that, that can hug you or somebody that may have to shake you a little bit and say, snap out of it. Come on, somebody. Now, when you're having a bad thoughts or something, talk to somebody. Get some help, amen. Uh, get somebody to agree with you and to pray with you. It's during these times, church, that we can express this word called love right here. The agape love of God, church. This is where we can be honest with one another. This is where we can show humility, express concern, and reach out to help others restore. Amen. It's also a place that we can confess our faults and forgive one another. As Christ done for us, church. See, we all have the same Heavenly Father. Come on. There's only one God, church. Come on. Come on. We are all sons and daughters of the Most High, and every Christian should take advantage of fellowship where God has placed you in. Come on, right here. God has brought you to this house, amen, to fellowship, to encourage one another. We belong to a great fellowship, but we belong to also a good church here, guys. You know what? We need to get together and help each other because you can't make it alone. We need somebody. Turn to your neighbor and say, I need you. Now, now, really turn to them and really mean it. You know, you're like, I, I need you. You really don't mean it, man. Come on. Point to somebody and say, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you guys. You know, me as a pastor, you know what? I need you. I, I can't do this alone. I, I need my wife. I, I need encouragement. I need fellowship. I, I need my brothers around me. I need to see people, amen, I need you. We, we need each other. Can somebody say amen? You got to take advantage of the church that God has placed you in. And fellowship. You know, we, we should take time to break bread. And we should take time to encourage one another. Because I can tell you, everyone here can use a little encouragement. Come on. Look at somebody and say, can I get a little help here? That's the title of my message today. Can I get a little help here? You see, fellowship, listen, fellowship is not complete unless somebody leaves encouraged. Come on. A church service is not complete unless somebody leaves encouraged, church. 
See, the aim and goal is we come to church, amen, not only to come because you're, you're obligated or, you know, I need to be there or whatever it is. It's a God, I want to leave a little encouraged. Maybe you had a bad day or maybe it was not a good day at work or whatever it is. We come and get encouraged. And when you see that brother that just, just say the right thing to you. Come on, like Billy Hall. Billy Hall, man, was a blessing all that week, man. All I seen him all that time was encouraging people. He had a people, a guy in the corner here, another sister over there. He had me outside. Man, uh, man, he made me feel like a superhero, amen. I walked in and said, man, I can take the world now, amen. I mean, all of us can need a little encouragement from time to time. Can somebody say amen? It's amazing. Listen what a little encouragement can do. It's amazing if you can just take time out and it don't take more than a few seconds to say, to tell somebody, you know what, you can make it. Come on, you're going to get through this, bro. Everything's going to be okay. Don't give up, amen, because you you stand not alone, amen. And then when he takes a few words to tell somebody, it's going to be all right. You'll survive this. You'll get through this. It's words like this that encourage me when I needed a little help at times. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 to 12 says this. Two people are better than one. For they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone falls alone, that person's in real trouble. Listen, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one keep warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. And three are even better. The cord is not easily broken, church. Come on. I need somebody. Come on. I, can I get a little amen? Uh, come on, because I need you. Uh, I, we need to be here for one another, especially in a time like this, amen. Uh, Las Vegas needs some encouragement. Uh, come on, we as a people need encouragement. You can probably think of a time when someone encouraged you. That's why it's so important to have some type of encouragement come out of fellowship. When you're meeting with the girls or hanging out with the guys or talking a little thing or going out and just having a, a, a taco or a hamburger or something or, or meeting up with somebody, it's always good to leave a little encouraged. Can somebody say amen? Can I get a little help right here? See, before we can get or give encouragement, let's look what brings on discouragement today. Amen? Come on, let's look at some discouraging attacks. Come on. That's when the enemy, come on, is, is attacking us, you know, to get us very discouraged, amen, to a point, you know what, sometimes we get so discouraged that we say, I'm giving up. Sometimes we say, is it even worth it? Come on, you ever been there? Come on, is, is it really even worth it? You know, the troubles, I'm here to let you know, church, it's all worth it. Come on, what you're doing is all worth it, man. But you got to understand, but, but discouragement also can bring on fear. It's amazing that you can be full of faith, amen, full of power, walking in the boldness of God, amen, and how quickly discouragement and fear can come by the next day. 
how quickly we forget what God has done. We can be shouting the victory one moment and have our heads down the next. This happened to the disciples from one moment to the next. They just witnessed the power of God in Mark chapter 6. Jesus feeds 5,000 people. I mean, come on, he meets them in a miraculous way. And all he has is five loaves, two fishes to feed 5,000. Church, it doesn't add up. That, it does not add up there, church. Even one of the disciples, and it was probably doubting Thomas, and you guys will get that on the way home. Come on, here he comes, the disciple comes, and says, you know what, Jesus, it'll take a, an eight-month wage, a man's wages to feed all these people. There, there's no way we're going to do it with this. But it goes on to say, amen, uh, when it was all finished and done in Mark chapter 6, 42, they all ate and they were what? They were what? They were satisfied. God came and met the need, amen. See, it's at the end of the day, amen. You go, you go here, and they, this guy says, there's no way we can do it. He blesses uh, the bread. He, he blesses it up to the Father. He feeds them, amen. Even it says there's, there's just so much that's left over, amen. But they all ate, and they were satisfied. Now it's the end of the day. The crowd has gone home fully stuffed. I mean, they, 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 they ate till they couldn't eat no more. And Jesus tells the disciple, why don't you get in the, this boat here? And he, and he pushes the boat. He says, I'll meet you on the other side. And I'm pretty sure right here, they're, they're in this boat, amen. They just witnessed a, a, one of the biggest miracles, amen. They just witnessed the power of God, amen. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, man, those disciples are pumped up. Man, they're like saying, man, did you see that? And they're all looking at Donnie Thomas, except you. <laughs> but, man, did you see that? We just went as a miracle. Man, we're, we're with God Almighty. This is just exciting, man. These guys are, are totally excited. They're, they're totally blessed, amen. Come on, you ever felt like that after a service? Come on, a Sunday morning, Wednesday night, you feel pumped up like, like you said, you can go take the world on. You get so excited and pumped up, amen. God speaks a word over you or, or God sets you free or, or God delivers you from something and you just feel so excited. I mean, I'm still pumped up from our love conference. I mean, it was awesome, amen. I said, God, what are you going to do? And, and then through this, and this happens to our city, but it's love that's getting us through. And God says, you know what, I brought this conference for a time as such as this to prepare you, amen, that love is going to conquer all things, amen. You got to stay pumped up, amen, and say, man, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens on Sunday. I can't wait to see what happens down the road. I can't wait to 2018. I can't wait to see that backslider come home. Another backslider come home. Another person get saved. These guys were that pumped up. Man, they were just in that, in that boat going, whoa! Man! Poof! Shaking and Never got like that? Or is this just me? I mean, these guys are pumped. 
I mean, they're, they're, they're probably singing that song as they're rowing the boat. Amen. Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. Yeah. Come on, some soldiers dropped in them. Amen. Just start stopping. Ain't no stopping us now. Man, they're shouting, God is so good. That was awesome. And but from, from one moment of feeling like that, from one moment of, of shouting the victory, uh, they went to crying out. Ah! Yeah. Imagine all 12 of them. Ah! I mean, they're feeling good, amen. All of a sudden, discouragement falls upon them. And this is only seven verses after they were satisfied. Seven verses later, amen. From being satisfied, from being in the boat, talking all this, uh, saying, man, that was good, to freaking out and discouraged. They found themselves in the midst of a storm. Winds are blowing, waves are crashing over them. And on top of all that, then fear hits them. And they go, whoa, did, did you see that? Whoa, what was that? What was that? Was that a ghost? Am I, am I freaking out? Am I having a bad trip again? What, what's going on? Did you? They start tripping out. As they're looking out in the waters. They just witnessed the power of God just hours ago, church. And here they are, hit with fear, hit with discouragement, just like that. Can I get a little help right here? The same happens to you and I, church. Come on. Christians are the same way today, man. They're blessed by God one day. God is moving in their lives. God just done a miracle in their lives, amen. They're excited about church, amen. They start, about, they start talking about making commitments. Hello. Come on, they start talking about, man, I want to do some ministry, amen. I want to get involved, amen. We walk out of a Sunday service, Wednesday night, iron sharpeners, a women's discipleship, a love conference. I say, you know what, it's time to get in. It's time to get into this, amen. I'm excited for God. And you get over a fight with your spouse after service on what to eat. Where are we going to go eat? And the whole thing gets killed. We're all excited, amen, and we blow it over a silly argument. Or you cut some, somebody cuts you off going home, amen, and you lose it. And so you go after that person and realize it's pastor. Like what? I'm just playing with you, dude. <laughs> so mad he didn't even recognize my car. Taco. <laughs> Or having a great service like we did this past Sunday, turning on the news and hearing an evil act that was hitting our city. Come on, it can be from a joyful moment to being discouraged, church. I don't know, it was sad when that TV came on and people were saying, are you seeing what's going on in our city? You can see the, the panic. 
the hearing of the, the gunshots echoing, raining over these people, wondering, is this real? You know, they, they said it sounded like firecrackers. We, we thought it was just a little toy. It, it, felt, it sounded like firecrackers even on TV. This is not real, is it? You get a little discouraged of what's going on. Start thinking, now it's hit our city now. Things that we heard on TV from other places is now in our own hometown. It's like all of a sudden trouble hits us from, from all sides. Come on, you ever just been coasting and God moving, and all of a sudden, boom, get hit with something? Out of nowhere, you're blindsided. Come on, it's just kind of like waves and that are crashing over us, just like they were crashing over the disciples. You get the pink slip at work. You get laid off. You get hit with this sickness. Someone steals your new car in the church parking lot while you're in service. That can be a bummer. It's the last time I go to that church, amen? I mean, discouragement comes knocking at your door. Hello. And then it brings fear. Then that brings along worry. These things begin to overwhelm our minds, amen. We saw and rolling in our beds where we can't even sleep. We become uneasy and restless. We're barking at everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to you too. You ever felt like that, man? You're just, you're just uptight. Because things are hitting your life and you're so discouraged. There's so much fear that, that they're just, uh, you're just uptight and you're just barking at everyone. You're thinking to yourself, man, uh, come on, uh, it was supposed to be a good year. It was supposed to be a good month, a good week. Uh, some of us are just looking for a good day. Somebody, I'll take a good day. We're all church and discouragement comes. Another thing that brings discouragement is trials. How many, how many like trials in this place? Come on, don't be lying. Come on, trials bring on fear, amen, spiritual warfare, temptation, spiritual dryness, marriage problems, family problems, back problems. Come on, all this stuff brings on fear. These things in the midst of our salvation, church, can discourage us. Can somebody say amen? Come on, the Bible does say, think it not strange when you go through trials. Come on, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial that you're suffering, although something strange is happening to you. He says, you know what? Don't, don't be surprised when you're going through trials. Let me tell you, once you said yes to Jesus, guess what? Say welcome to trials. Trials are going to come in, amen, and trials come in different ways. Trials come to, to make you, shape you, build you. God allows these trials, and other trials just come in, amen, from the enemy. Come on, some trials we bring on by our own self, church. Devil don't have to do nothing. God don't have to do nothing. You, we, do, we do a pretty good job on ourselves putting ourselves into trials. But it says here, you know, as you get saved, don't, don't consider this strange as something's happening or you're, you're backsliding or going through some hard times. But then James goes on to say in James 1, 2, consider it pure joy, my brother, whenever you face trials of many, time, of many kinds. Right now, some of you are probably saying, James is tripping here. How, how, how you can consider it pure? I mean, 
How many here feel like shouting the victory when you're going through a trial? Woo! What's happening? We're going through a trial, praise the Lord. Man, I'm having a great time. Me and my wife are not getting along. Woo! Just got laid off. Yes! Leave him alone. He's okay. He came to the altar to get saved. Come on. If we're honest, church, nobody likes trials. I think the only time we enjoy the trials is after the trial. After the storm has already passed. Okay, that's what it was, what it was for. That, that's what Jesus was teaching me. That, that was something for me. You know, but going through it, amen, nobody likes it. No one's shouting amen. So James right here is what he's really saying, that when you're going through some things in your life, things that are hitting you, amen, you got to understand that the devil doesn't like what you're doing, church. Come on, doesn't like you standing up, doesn't like you wearing the love shirt, doesn't like you coming to church, he doesn't like anything that you're doing. And if you're stepping out, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like when you're showing love to people or sharing the love of God. All these things get him upset, and so he's going to come after you. Can somebody say amen? James chapter 1, verse 3 to 4 says this, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect, complete, and not needing nothing, church. See, trials are a benefit for us. And that's why James is consider it. Pure joy. Consider it that when you're going through something, God's going to build you. God is building some endurance. God is building some perseverance in your life. Amen. You just got to let it grow. Can somebody say amen? amen? Romans chapter 5, 3 to 5 says this. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, but we know they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character, strength, our confidence, hope in, 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 of salvation. And this, this is a hope that will not lead to disappointment. For we know God loves us dearly because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Another thing that brings discouragement is failure. Come on. When somebody fails in sin or fails in a certain area, how many know that that can easily discourage us? You ever try to do something and then fail? And think that it was going to come out this way and it did not, didn't come out the way you thought it would come out, amen? And sometimes it can bring discouragement upon our lives. Failure brings on condemnation. Failure can discourage us from coming to church or doing a ministry. But Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, Therefore there, are no, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation when a believer repents, church, and goes on living for God. See, Satan goes off on your failures. Come on, whether it's sin, whether it's fault, whether it's mistakes or your past, amen, his aim, church, is to discourage the believer. Come on, the definition for discouragement is this, to be without courage, stripped of courage, without boldness. See, if he can strip you from this, he can conquer you, church. You gotta, you gotta understand. This is what brings on discouragement tonight. See, we're here. I'm here to lift up one another. This, this is what we're really here for. If you're just here for yourself, if you're just here and leave, or you're here just to get your, your, your. your I showed up, you know, 
You know, Pastor, I'm here, amen. Don't call me, amen. Uh, don't go looking for me. I'm right here. I showed up, amen. But you, 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 if you don't come here to get encouraged and you don't come to encourage somebody, that's what we're here for. The Bible tells us to lift up one another. This city right now needs people to lift up one another. We, we need to be there to encourage, you know, when, when you start to hear the talks at jobs and, and thinking, you know, I got people in my job right now trying to figure it out. This is a conspiracy. This is this. There was two gunshots. There was this. There were shots over there. Shot, I mean, stories are going everywhere. I said, what are you guys arguing about? People died. It doesn't change the fact. You try to find out what's going on. People are, they died. And our city needs prayer. And our city needs to come together. Not to figure out, not to get angry at this guy, man. Don't you get the bottom line of who's behind all this? Blame the devil, amen. Come on. Come on. You cannot just look at this man. Look at evil. Stop figuring it out and start being concerned and praying for somebody. To encourage someone. Bible says we have to lift up one another, church. Hebrews chapter 3, 13, but be, be encouraged or encourage one another daily as, as long as it's called a day so that no one will be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Hebrews chapter 10, 25 says, let us not give up meeting together as some in a habit of doing, but let us encourage one another even all the more as the day is approaching. There has to be an encouragement that goes on in our daily life. We should encourage somebody every day. Hello. Come on, because I know that sometimes I believe that if you give encouragement, it will come back to you. If you show no concern, no concern is going to come back to you, church. We, we, we have to be a people that give out. You'd be surprised. That even if you're going through a time in your life and you encourage somebody that's a little bit lower than you, it picks you up. Come on, somebody's going through a harder time than what you're going through and you encourage them when you're feeling discouraged yourself, it picks you up. Just by helping the one, that person that's going a little bit more trial and a little bit more of a storm in their life right there. You say, man, I, man, all of a sudden they're coming to you and you say, man, my, my life is not that bad. And all of a sudden, you get encouraged yourself because you're encouraging somebody. And now you start to believe it for yourself. Why am I tripping out? Why, why am I letting this get to me? My God's gonna, on the scene. My God's going to take care of me. And so when you encourage somebody, sometimes it around and encourages yourself. We must encourage each other. Jesus back to church. It doesn't stop. We continue to do this, amen, encourage one another. Come on, not to give up. To stay focused, to, to stay in his love, church. Don't, don't go back to the world. The world has nothing. The world is taken and taken and taken. That's why we come back to the world, uh, back to church. Come on. People leave the church, and what do they do? They come right back, more jacked up, saying, why did I leave? Because you listen to a lie. You listen to the enemy. You, you, you allow a discouragement to come in that pulled you out. Instead of hooking up with somebody, say, can you help me out? I'm going through something right now. Can you pray for me? Just like we did with my sister, amen. Come on, I need a little encouragement. And sometimes you got to just let the Holy Spirit lead you because some people won't say nothing. So you're going to have to lead by the Holy Spirit and say, you know what, what's going on? And talk to somebody. 
and allow the Spirit of God to use you to encourage somebody. This is what fellowship is about, church. A place to encourage one another. Can I get a little help right here? I mean, we should come to a place where, you know what, man, I need something and not hold it in. You know, guys, are you going through something, man? Just say it. Put the pride aside and say, man, I'm jacked up. Man, I need some prayer. I I need need a little something. Can I get a little help right here? You know, we we, we should come in and not be ashamed that we're going through a trial or we stumbled over something, but be here to help each other up. See, encouragement means this, to to inspire with courage or confidence, to lead on, to support, to courage. See, the disciples in the midst of their fear needed some kind of encouragement. Come on, that's exactly what Jesus gave them. One translation says, you know what, be a good cheer. Another translation says, take courage. When these guys were tripping out uh, in the midst of their storm, amen, and saw this spirit walking on the water, I mean, these guys were screaming, amen, ready to bail, ready to jump ship. And I'm here to let you know, amen, some of you guys here may feel like bailing or jumping ship, but I'm here to tell you, stay on, amen. Stay in the boat, amen. Come on, keep serving God. Keep trusting God, amen. Take courage. Listen, staying in the boat will build your faith and confidence so you'll be ready when you'll be able to step out when he says come. If you don't stay in that boat and allow him to build the faith and confidence that you need, uh, the day that he calls you to come out, you'll step out in faith in the midst of a storm, in the midst of a battle because he calls you. And you trust him because he's built you through these trials and storms and this discouragement that is coming in our lives because we're helping each other build up. See, some of us just want to step out, and we're not ready. And all they do is what? Sink. Like Peter, what? Call me out there. I'll go. He goes out there and listens, but what, what, what happened? What happened to Peter? Looked away, loved doubt, fear, everything. Just, just grabbed him just like this. He walked out with boulders, yeah. And he's walking on water a few steps. I'd be tripping saying, whoa, this is crazy. But he didn't do that. He, he took his eyes off the Lord. He started focusing on the situation and began to sink. And pulls him up, you of little faith. Doesn't slap him, say, tonto, what's wrong with you? Get in the boat. <laughs> Next. <laughs> After you've seen Peter, I'm not going. You go, I'm not going. Man, if we love God so much, man, why don't we just step out? Let him build you in that boat. Let him build you through those things that you trust him. So when you hear his voice and he says, step out, son, I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm going to take you to a higher place. I'm going to show you my power. I'm going to show you who I really am. And you step out and say, oh. And you start stepping, okay, God, where are you going to take me now? What are you going to do in my life? Where can I go? Where can I be used? Who can I encourage now? Stepping out, church, you got to stay in the boat first. You got to stay in the boat. 
Build your confidence. The boat is where the fellowship. Boat is where you get encouraged. Boat is where you start to build up, church. We gather in fellowship. We gather in assembly. Amen. Come on. There are there are sometimes there's someone someone here needs to be encouraged today. Come on. When we come to church, someone needs that little push to keep going forward. Someone here is about to quit. Amen. That needs someone to tell them, take courage, keep going. Someone here needs to understand, you know what, it's good to see you when the devil's saying they don't like you. Someone needs something that will keep them going and say, you know what, I wasn't going to come, amen, but I, I, I just got that one word, amen, that made me say, I'm, what am I doing? This is my home. This is my church. These are my brothers and sisters. That's why we have altars, church. Why? Come and get encouraged. Come to the altar, get encouraged. Give it to God. Say, God, man, I'm sorry. I let go. I messed up. I stopped trusting God. Help me. God, I need you right now in this time and hour. God, I'm so glad I made it in. You get discouraged and want to stay home, and that's the worst thing to do, church. Man, when you're feeling like that, you need to be in church. God has something for you. Don't let the enemy lie. Don't let the enemy do anything else and rip you off from what the word that you needed. That one little word, and it can just be somebody from this church that says, you know what, I'm glad to see you. Keep going. What's up, bro? You need some prayer, man? What's going on? Talk to me. Something that we can encourage one another, church. It's those little things, church. And when they miss on Sunday, man, I, we missed you. Me? Yeah, you. You're a blessing to me. Come on. Someone's done good, man. Man, thank you. You know you're a blessing, sis. Or simply, you know what? I love you. I love you, man. I like to hug on these guys, and sometimes they I hug too long, and they, they freak out on me. <laughs> and all I'm doing is trying to love on them. <laughs> Come here. Let me tell them, give me a kiss. <laughs> I said, I'm your pastor, boy. <laughs> He's the first one who's going to get a kiss tonight right there. <laughs> Let me tell you, these little things keep people going forward. That little hug, that little extra hug, that little encouraging word to somebody that you don't even know, that God just tells you, tell them this, and they walk away, man, a little encouraged. They walk away, and you know what? It's going to be all right. See, it's during the times of fellowship that someone might share with you what's happening in their lives. A disappointment, a discouragement, a trial, a failure, fear. This would be a good time to give someone some encouraging words. Sometimes just listening to them will encourage them. Because nobody else does. Come on. Because it shows that you care for them. I've sat down with people and not said more than a few words, and they left encouraged. I was like, God, that was easy. 
They just wanted someone to hear them. And there's times where, you know what, uh, I, uh, you know, God has given me the right words to say to them where they left encouraged. See, we miss opportunities to help others in the Lord when we forsake the assembly of God's people. Hebrews 10.25 says, let's not give up meeting together. There are some are a habit of doing. You know, we, we think Wednesday night is a day off. You know, anytime the doors are open, we should be here, church. You know, we think it's a, it's a pass. Oh, I get a pass today. I can, I can, you know, I can go on Sunday only. I'm, a, I'm the Sunday crowd or the Wednesday crowd. and It should be the everyday crowd. I mean, we're really the church, and you're not doing nothing. You should be here. Why? Because God wants to use you, and maybe you just need some encouragement. I mean, how can we fall in love with God's people if we're not with God's people? You know, I, we, we can say everything else. I'm tired and all this stuff, and Amen. We're all, in that, we're all in that same boat of tiredness. Sometimes we got to step out of our tire boat and say, you know what, I'm just going to go get me some Jesus, amen. You know, we, we complain on our boats, I'm tired, I'm just going to stay right here. <laughs> Instead of stepping out and saying, you know what, I'm just going to walk in the waters, man, I'm just going to stretch it out, I'm just going to, who knows, you may, be leave, you may leave a little strengthened, maybe feeling a little better, you know, saying, man, I'm, I'm glad I came. You ever, you ever, you ever had a time where you say, I wasn't going to go, and you came, but then you left and say, man, that was good. Whew. Man. Or God just picks you out of the crowd and gives you a word. And I'll say, man, I would have got ripped off if I didn't come. Or you ever thought of somebody, man, this was good for them. They should have been here. You know, that's why I really don't like the lifetime because you need to be here if you want to hear live. You know. I know that we do broadcasts and stuff like that, but, you know, sometimes, you know what? If they missed it. They missed it. You should have been here because it's not the same hearing the second time around, church. It's right here in the presence of God because God's right here at the time and moment, man. Something moves. So, you know, my, 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 my coworker, I, he left encouraged. You know, he came... You know, he came, as you know, some of my coworkers are coming from work now, amen, which is like revival at my job, amen. Everyone's talking, you got to go to this church, dude. Man, you'll feel good. And, and he came, man. And, and let me tell you, he, God touched him through, through the worship of, of that, that song, Awakening, which we didn't even hit on key, amen. And it still touched him, amen, hallelujah. I was like, what? I'm like, man, that's the spirit of God, bro. <laughs> It had to be the Spirit of God because it wasn't going flowing up here right there, right there. <laughs> it was. I'm just being honest, man. But, but we shouldn't be focused how we sound. We should be focused on what the Spirit of God is doing, amen. We get loose and all that. Say, man, oh, they're messed up. I'm not sing no more. But if you stay focused, God is still moving, church. See, God moves. His way, touching people no matter what's going on here. You just got to stay focused. We can't interrupt because all of a sudden, oh they, oh, they missed it. No, you're missing it. You get so focused and lost, and that's what the devil does. He wants to distract. Distraction, distraction. And God's doing something over here, man. He came and he goes, I got something to tell. I, I, I got to talk to you. 
I said, okay, okay. You going to be there Tuesday? I'll be there Tuesday. That's the first thing when I walked in. He goes, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> I said, okay, calm down, boy. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? It's weird. I, I don't know what it was. I was just there. And then they started singing that song, Awaken Me, and a tear came up down my eye. He goes, I, I never felt nothing like that. I was like, this is weird. And he's like, man, I said, did your, your girl trip out? He goes, yeah. It's just, it was just, uh, it, I, I can't explain it, but it felt good. It felt good. And he says, I left encouraged from your place. I left encouraged because, you know, it was just, they were feeling the love. It was just people coming here. And they're just, they're, 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 they're jacked up, man. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, yes. Coworkers getting saved. I mean, the other girl's just so excited. The little girl, man, puts her on check. That little girl's so in love with God. I can't, he's just, I, it just blows my mind what this little girl's doing, who's never even heard God till she came to our church. Seven-year-old girl who's just in love with God and sees it. There's Jesus. You'll see a picture of Jesus. That's him right there. Yep, I know him. And teaches her mom things. You know, through this whole thing, she was, she was so angry about what happened. She had friends there. They got shot, and some of them were in the hospital. And so she's voicing her appearance and, her, uh, you know, what she's feeling and expressing her feelings and so forth. And her daughter's right there. And she's just getting angry and getting mad at the, at the news broadcast and all this stuff that's going on and, and then, and then, and then I minister about parental guidance, about our kids. You, they, they know you more than you think, amen. And the little girl's hearing her, and he goes, you know, Jesus can hear you. And it just tripped her out, like, oh, man. And the, the message snapped, out, snapped back to her and says, you know what? You're right. I, I shouldn't be like that. Because he doesn't like you when you're like that. And she's like, wow, you go, girl. <laughs> But it's God. It encouraged her. Those, that little words encouraged her mom and says, what am I doing? My friend gets touched with a song, encourages him. What's going on? See, we, we, can't, we can't give up not meeting together. We cannot say, I'm, I'm going to miss this service. I'm, I'm gonna, you're going to miss what God's doing in God's peop- with, with God's people. You're going to miss what he's doing in the house. Don't let discouragement keep you home. You should be here. Come on, we should jump at the opportunity of being together, whether it's on a Sunday morning, Wednesday night, a live group, amen. Right now, amen, the church has the greatest opportunity to reach the city for Jesus. An opportunity has been given to us. It is wide open for us to take. It's for our taking, church. We miss opportunities to be helped when we don't get involved in what's happening, church. We also miss opportunities to help others when we think of ourselves only. We have to be available. Can somebody say amen? We miss opportunities, amen, when we don't make a, a room or make, a, available, make, a, make ourselves available for somebody. Everybody can make impact on somebody's life, church. You simply need to be available. Galatians chapter 6, verse 10 says, Therefore, as we have an opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. Opportunities will come our way, church, to show love, 
show concern, restore, to humble ourselves, to confess, to forgive, or to just encourage someone. Whether it happens or not, all depends on you. It's how you value your time in fellowship. I'm going to close tonight, church. If we are to be a people that rejoices in the midst of our storms, then we're going to have to be a people that encourage one another. It's about God's people coming together in fellowship and, and encouraging one another. Amen. We need encouragement if we're going to keep going forward, church. We're going to need this in a time when you're going through a season that you're going to need a little encouragement. There's going to be a season when you're going to have to give a little encouragement to somebody. Acts chapter 4, verse 32 says, The multitudes of them believed, and they were in one mind, one heart, and one soul. That's how we're going to grow, church. We have to be one in everything. Can I get a little help? Amen. Let's all stand up.